You are now listening to Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Fregera. It's a podcast designed to bring awareness on intended or unintended crimes against humanity, how we can rise above it, claim our divine inheritance, and return the soul power to the people. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Soul Power to the People podcast. Our show today is about where did freedom go? Where did freedom go, Gina? That's a good question. It kind of uh, escaped us, didn't it? Something on your website that just really touched me. It says, with major change taking place on all levels of life and consciousness, we are being called to expand at a greater velocity with more honesty, transparency, depth, and truth to serve the needs of our times. It is imperative that we embrace our power gracefully, walk with impeccability, and live our lives respectfully with unbreachable integrity and to contemplate deeply what it truly means to be human. That is so beautiful, and that is soul power right there. I never heard anybody read it. I really, I, I wrote it. It just, it really came from my heart when I wrote it because of all the deep feelings I've been feeling around everything that we've been experiencing. When you speak of freedom, it goes deeper than that. It's about being human. Yeah. Because yeah. We've, our humanness is being taken away. When you really right. get down to it, because I was listening, are you familiar with Greg Braden? Yes, of course, yes. He's got a new program out on Gaim TV called Pure Human. And it, it felt in alignment with me, with what I'm, the direction I'm heading with all of my work right now is to bring this human aspect because we're at a, he puts it this way, we're at a pivotal point in our existence, okay? And it's almost like we have two entirely different cultures existing at one time. One mm. leads totally into this technocratic type situations with technology, transhumanism, these types mm. of things with all the computers, and the computer chips, and God knows what they're doing to us. And right. he's, he's saying, and from a scientific basis and from his background, he's a geologist, he's a, you know, he's a... He worked for NASA. He's a spiritualist. I'm just, in case people that don't know who Greg Braden is, it's listening to us. He's a best-selling author. He's been on the leading edge of consciousness, science, humanity for many, many years. And I really respect the man a lot. And he explained, he, he did this from Gaia Sphere in Colorado, Gaia, Gaia TV's um, New, new event center, state of the art. It's amazing. But anyway, he was explaining that what we don't understand with this technology is that when a chip goes in to replace a part of our brain or whatever it is, let's just say, let's use our cell phones, for example. How many people remember phone numbers anymore? <laughs> right? Except for because my own number, yeah. Yeah, we don't use that part of our brains anymore, and so we don't remember it. We I used to know everybody's phone numbers, and I don't know my best my, my fr best friend's phone number that I talk to every day, practically. Hmm. And I think probably most people could say the same thing. Well, as we put more and more of these chips into our our systems or nanotechnology or all these things. It takes away certain parts of our brain association, certain things that our body should normally do. And once we unlearn it, he says, in a lot of cases, we can't ever learn it again. So it's taking it away from us. And that really struck me as far as talking about, you know, our freedom as who we are. And, you know, like he says, it's not good, bad, or otherwise. It's technology. I mean, it could be used for many different reasons. I mean, there's many things that, that could, it could be used beneficially for doing the same thing. It depends on how it's used. So it's, it's as he says, as we go forward 
Um, it's just something we have to be very aware of, of what can happen with it. And it's when certain things take place that go against our, that where we, our choices are taken away and we don't have any choice about it, then that's where it gets dicey. Where we, because if you right. choose, that's right. choice and that's up to you. So anyway, right. you know, it's, it's, there's a lot to contemplate when we talk about the us, who we are as human. And I think my, my place of, with it as far as freedom is concerned, the, the, the piece that I just wrote called Rise to Freedom, which is on my website, because it hasn't really been um, put around too much because it's been, you know, it's, it's not getting the exposure it should or it could, let's put it that way. And, um, but it's on my website, it's under risetofreedom.net. And you, this way you can see what I'm talking about. If you go to that, that um, website and listen to the piece and then come back and hear the conversation that Tess and I are having, um, mm -hmm. you can understand better what I'm speaking of. Because that, that song just came to me because of the mm -hmm. emotion I was feeling over our humanness, you know, our, who, our, our natural human rights from according to natural law. Okay. According that, to natural law, yes. The natural yes. and inalienable rights that are given to us by creator and by nature. Right. And right now what's happening is the government is the one dictating what we put in our body, uh, how we live our lives, rather trying than to, trying to, telling trying to. them how, because we're sovereign beings and people do not uh have a grasp of that i think uh, mm. maybe usa is the last one to really have this freedom we're not a democrat we're a republic correct correct and yet the rest of the world i mean this has been phenomenal it's not getting out but um you've seen the marches and stuff i'm sure yes and our rob who is supposed to be here today who is my partner in the, the video that we did. He's the filmmaker. He's been out in London filming everything. And he's got, he's got it on his, his, his YouTube channel. I don't know if it's been taken down yet or not, but he's, he's got it on there. And he's been, he's been out there. And I've talked to him a lot as far as what's going on, because he's in Europe. And um, right. I've got other friends and stuff that are in that part of the world that I'm fortunate to be able to get direct communication from to know really what's going on. And yeah, you're right. The governments all over the world are getting, they're, they're trying to dictate our mm -hmm. choices to us. I think people are starting to wake up to it. I don't know what you see. You've been traveling around. What have you seen? Well, yeah, I have been traveling around. I don't like when people impose, I do not agree. I do not comply. I do not consent to the tyranny, to the government overreach, to uh, taking away my decision whether to muzzle my face and, and reduce the oxygen in, intake or have that, oh my God, if I put that mask on, I get so, ugh, you know, that there's just that anxiety buildup that it makes me cranky. I'm not the same person uh, when I'm walking around with that. And why should I have to go through that when it's a virus that can be survived, right? But before we get into that, we, we got hot and heavy right away. Everyone, I am with the beautiful Gina Chitali uh, with me right now. We're talking about freedom. And she's a visionary songstress, performing artist. She's a playwright and composer. She has performed to standing ovations and rare, rave reviews from New York's Battery Park and then Design Forum of the Museum Quarters in Vienna to the Sedona Creative Life Center and Beverly Hillshire Screening Facility in Beverly Hills, California, to name just a few. Wow. What are you doing here? Why are you here on So Power to the People podcast? I was led here. Do you know Chris LaFontaine? Yeah. Okay, I was on his, I've known Chris for a long time. And I was on his, I think it was on his Facebook page. I hadn't been on Facebook for a while because I don't really go on very much. 
And I happened to, I don't know, see something you, you posted and said, and I was resonant to it. And I followed the link and it, to, so it went to your, your podcast or your, you know, your, your website. And I thought, well, I'd like to talk to her on her channel. And I got a hold of you and you got back to me. And uh, it was pretty much that simple. And I'm here. I mean, I've been in, I was out in Portland when this whole pandemic, whatever you want to call it, thing hit. And because uh, my sister had passed away in 2018, actually 2019, 2019. And um, I, had, I was going to go soul searching and I was going to go see my family because I'm from Seattle. Um, and spent some time with my son and daughter-in-law. And I went out to Portland and Portland was really weird. It just, it just really, I, I say I grew up out in that area. And it was very yeah. strange. And I've been watching it turn around the last two or three times I've been out there. The energy was very strange. This last time right. was really strange. And I had quite a few shows and events booked. And I plan on staying there a couple months and spending time and kind of just soul searching after Mary died. Then I was planning on going back to Sedona after that. I, I like it there, and I was well-received there with what I was doing. When this happened, and I was feeling it beforehand, I think I was packed and ready to go before I was even told ready to go, because it was like something wasn't right. I had to come back to Midwest again, because uh, my husband is here. And so it was the safest and best place for me to go. And I left Portland, I think I was the last, but I felt like the lights were shutting out as I... When I drove across country, I felt like the world as we knew it was shutting down behind me because every place I went, the Airbnbs, I was the last person they had took in. They, the rest stops were empty other than a few truckers and I. It was really creepy driving across country. But the Airbnb hosts were awesome. They rooted me on to the next to the next Airbnb saying, you're going to be fine, you know, because it was like I didn't know I was going to get stopped before I ever got home and could never get any further. I didn't know what was going on. Right. And finally, when I got back into Minnesota and drove into Minneapolis and there was hardly any cars, I thought, holy shit, what the hell's going on? You know? And so I got back home here and uh, I say I was already kind of just numb from my sister dying. And then. I think I sat and stared out my living room window for two months, just trying to absorb what had just happened. And then uh, I've stayed here since. And then my friend Jeannie uh, and I started digging because she says, I want to know the truth of what's going on. She says, I don't, don't care what it is and how ugly it is. She says, I want to know what it is. So we started searching over a year ago. And uh, I don't need to tell you what I found, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be talking right now. Well, you can so, uh, you can definitely uh, share some of it if you if you'd like, because uh, I too just woke up to the tyranny, to the overreach, to all the you know pedophilia, child sex trafficking, censorship. Hearing uh, Mr. Gates say that you have no choice but to get the jab, and I'm like, over my dead body. But what did you find out? Well, let me, I'll, I guess I'll back up a little bit. I had a near-death experience when I was seven years old. When I came back, I was told to sing for world peace. I had dreams and, you know, I heard voices and this was my um, directive, my guidance. And when I came back at seven years old, I remember looking at the world and I knew it wasn't what we were being shown it to be. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it wasn't right. And I not only do music and everything, but I do readings and I'm, I'm you know, I'm, uh, I'm a tarot reader. And uh, that all came along with the near-death experience. I started knowing things. Okay. And I've known, I didn't know specifically how it was going to play out, but I've known what, what we're in right now. I've known it all my life. And I've been trying to wake people up with my music since I started working professionally which was in my late teens. And I started, at the time I wasn't writing music, but I was singing things that had meaning, that, you know, that were kind of out of the norm of the regular, you know, music field that was more there to just kind of keep us placated than actually meaning anything. 
And as I progressed in the music business, uh, I started writing my own music. And then my sister and I started writing music together. And we were starting to tell things that weren't accepted. And, you know, most people did not understand what we were talking about, but a few did. And, you know, I was constantly trying to educate people as I went along and knew things weren't where, where they were. And I, I digged into a lot of metaphysics, um, a lot of different healing aspects. You know, I think I knew very early on that the whole medical thing wasn't what we thought it was. And I didn't go near much of that most of my life. I've been um, into organics and, you know, I'm an herbalist, I, you know, since I was in my 20s. So um, that became pretty much just part of my life that way. And then I started writing more and more. And my band, Alchemy 7, which got organized in the early 90s, and was together 12 years, we had quite an impact, but we still were very much on the fringe of what was being spoken. And we were speaking of things from the basis of metaphysics and magic. And um, there was a pretty good market for it. But again, most people did not comprehend it. And so when that band left, um, I started putting writing one woman shows because my original background was in, as a ballet dancer and as a in theater, musical theater. But I didn't like the theater everybody else wrote because it just didn't say anything and I had to start writing my own. And so I wrote all these one woman shows, particularly my show, A Cabaret of Consciousness was my first one, it, which stars Mama Earth to basically, they were designed to help people awaken to what's going on. And they got deeper and deeper and um, more and more people started understanding what I was saying. And now they're being completely updated and rewritten for where we are at now. So my, when you ask me what was the truth, it's, my, it's been my lifelong journey to find the truth. It, I, I guess what I will say is, it's probably was in 2017 or 60, actually earlier than that, it was in 2014, I started working with an organization called New Earth Nation. Do you know who Sasha Stone is? Yeah. Okay, yes. Sasha had New Earth, he was the founder of New Earth Nation. And I ended up involved with them because one of my songs called These Are The Days was in a compilation album for New Earth Nation. And then I ended up being the music or the theater director for them because we were going to develop a theater from New Earth Nation. And so in the process of that, I started meeting a lot of people from around the world and that were able to start validating to me that I of what I felt that wasn't right. And I started finding out about the children. And at that point, I didn't know really what to believe because some of it was so hard to take yeah. and that it seemed very far-fetched. And it was because of a friend of mine through there that I really actually started seeing what was actually happening with, um, you know, our former president, things like that, that of who he really was. And so then when COVID hit, I had the time to really dig. And that's when my friend and I started digging and really finding out the depths of what I, I already knew things, but not to the level and the depth that I found. And yeah. even now, I mean, with all the information that's coming out now, it's pouring out and it's just, it's, it's so massive. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know how much of you pay attention to, but it's so massive that it's, um, I just have to take deep breaths every so often. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much information. And uh, yeah, I have to really stay uh, up and, and filter. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, yes. uh, you know, it, it's, it's depressing. It's depressing. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know if I, I wouldn't call it to me. I don't call it depressing. It, to me, it's, um, 
it can horrifying. get overwhelming. It's, it can yeah. get overwhelming and it can get, I think what Jeannie and I found with it was this test. We'd hit it, we'd, we'd, we'd learn certain things and then we'd have to go take a few days and it was literally, we'd have to um, integrate and yeah. Because I mean, I think we we hit certain places where we were in where we were in cognitive dissonance with it because you couldn't get your head around it, right? And right. I think That's this is what true. a lot of people are experiencing now that are just waking up to it is they they know something is wrong, but it's just everything in the world is so beyond belief that it's like you can't you, you can't really grasp it. Does. Is, is that, yeah, and then there's the emotional component to it. You know, my children pretty much blocked communication with me. What's, what's that, your children? My children, yeah. They are so indoctrinated that um, any other perspective they're just not willing to see or, or listen to. And it has wow. to be shut down. And that's uh, basically what's happening, right? That's the tyranny that's the old world of uh, powering over mm -hmm. and really yeah. talk about Power humanity wipe, yeah, wiping out humanity and so I love your message about you know really going back to our humanity and, well, and through humanity that, we experience our divinity and I think that's where we should go with this because I think everybody knows this you know for most of the part at least to uh -huh. suspect this other stuff and I, I think the way th the way through this, that's what we want to mm -hmm. look at is the way through this. Yeah. Is that it is the key is in our humanity because the truth is we have more power. Everything that can be done technologically, our bodies know how to do. You know, it, it, they know how to be healthy. You know, the only reason we've had challenges with health is because everything that's been placed upon us. It's amazing that humanity is still alive. Isn't it? Yeah. So when you look at it from the perspective of my belief is this, that part of the reason why humanity has been targeted so heavily to be controlled is because if we had the access to our true power, nothing could touch us. And I say that in that song, that, that nothing, no evil can stop us. You know, particularly when we stand united, we are that powerful. Right. Exactly. And I, this is the message that I'm carrying in all of my shows, in all of my music, not where we've been and where we are. I mean, we've established, sometimes it's, you have to establish the conversation like we, where we started to establish what's going on and then say, okay, now what do we do about it? Right. What How do I we return do the soul power to the people? Yeah. 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 And it's each individual uh, gaining back their own dominion over their own consciousness, mm -hmm. their own bodies, their own spirits, and being responsible for our, ourselves and our um, actions, our words. Yeah, our creation. Our creation. And that's exactly why uh, it's important for me. A lot of uh, people have wanted to come on the show, but they do not want to recognize that there is a crime against Correct. humanity. Correct. We, I feel, I believe that we really need to address that first there is a crime against humanity happening. Okay. Otherwise, we are just following the puppeteers. We are being uh, controlled and we do, we do not even know about it. Correct. And how are we being controlled? Our air, our food, our water, you know, what we put in our body. And all of this has been going on for what I'm hearing from other people is 300 years, you know. Oh, honey, honey, let's go back thousands. 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 From the Roman, from the Roman. Oh, let me, let me just kind of interject here. I've been working with, well, working with, I've known about Matt, there's a man, a master Lama from an order in Tibet 
And if any of you have ever read uh, Life and Teaching of the Masters of the Far East, which I had read many times, and was led to this man, and he's a member of a, a, a Lama order that's 3,300 years old. And he, they, this, this order has come forward recently. And you can look him up. His name is Rasaji, R-S-A-G-I, I think it is, J-I or G-I. Because he, you can get on his membership and he's teaching amazing things, amazing things. He's teaching us how we can be untouchable, unstoppable, and be, because these llamas, have survived for 3,000 years against tyranny, and nobody has ever been able to permeate their lamasery, ever. Not the communist Chinese, none of them have ever been able to touch them. And um, because they're in their hearts. And they follow this back, and, it, and, and this, this goes back, there's a, um, anybody wants to watch this, it's called, there's a couple different things. Um, I don't. I can't remember. There's one that's called the Fall of the Cabal that a woman oh, by yeah. the name of um, Janet Osborne put together, and right. she's a yeah. very deep researcher, and she mm-hmm. takes it back quite a few centuries to. Um, I'm trying to remember where she takes Sumatra. I think it is the, the the beginning of it, and there's several things out there that people that have researched and take this back far enough. So this has been, this is not something that happened overnight. This has been an ongoing thing. And it may even, from what I can see, and I'm going to really put my neck out of line on this one, but I can even see that this is, is, it goes cosmic. You know, it's universal. It's not just this, this planet. Um, It's this, this whole thing is a, um, well, if you're familiar with Sasha, you know, his, his interpretation is that we are, we are genetic royalty. And I've heard this in more than one place. It's not just from him. We are genetic royalty. And that we are a combination of 22 different gene pools of different species, mm-hmm. uh, inter, you know, interstellar species. And that Earth is actually a portal to the higher dimensions. And we are the gatekeepers of it. And this is why this planet has been under attack to keep the whole universe from being able to evolve through these portals to the higher dimensions. Wow. So again, these are, you know, do you resonate to it? Um, Is there proof of it? I think there is proof somewhere. Um, I've, I've, I've done a lot of reading myself over the years on potentials that this lines up with. Um, I, I couldn't say for sure. And I think everybody has to look for themselves and see what resonates. But that's one of the possibilities that has been put on the table with, you know, the bigger picture with all of this. Wow. So if, if we take things from that perspective and we take things from these llamas that have been around 3,000 years and know what they, they know about what they're dealing with. They know these people, they know what we're dealing with and can, and can go and get help and guidance from people that do know how to maneuver and to um, navigate, I guess is the best way to put it, what we're going through. Because there's help out there. There's a lot of people that are willing to help. And a lot of people that have a lot of great knowledge and big hearts and that are really serving humanity right now, rather than trying to destroy it. There's, I think there's so, I think there's way more good than there is the evil. Yeah. It's the evil that is being put in, it put in front of us. Right. Because of and the I believe me- that. Yeah. I, I, you asked me earlier what I see. I see a consciousness having tips. So we tip yes, the tipping point of consciousness. I agree. Um, it's just that when it's one after the other, we're <laughs> yeah. humans. <laughs> you kind of go after a while, right? <laughs> and then, like you said, we we experience something and then we pull back, 
we reintegrate yeah. and then we come back even stronger. And then we, we experience more things, pull back, reintegrate, and then we evolve. This is self-mastery right here. This is evolution. That's exactly right. Consciousness. This is our ascension uh, as humans into our uh Souls or divinity, source of self, right? And they're really doing everything they can to dumb down human consciousness. For me, that is a huge crime against humanity to not ever knowing yourself as divine. That's your freedom. I mean, that is your freedom to discover who you are. It's your freedom to do what it takes to discover who you are. And whether it's traveling around, whether it's communicating with other people, um, that's why when you asked me what is the greatest crime against humanity, I said the the the, the, the robbing of our freedom. Yeah, all the rest of them come come under that. You know, whether it's the children because their freedom has been taken away before they were even born, a lot most of them. Mm-hmm. Or they've been taken and their freedom's been taken away from them. I mean, the freedom was taken away with everybody wearing a mask. The freedom was taken away back to 9-11 when they started, you know, putting us through. We couldn't even get on a plane without being run through radar machines, you know, mm-hmm. over the fact of, of you know, the, the, the fear factor that was put into it. And right. if you go back and look, many of us that have been on the planet for any length of time, I mean, you can see, you can see the big picture. You know, you can see how it, you can see it's harder for the younger generations to see it because they've only seen this much of it, very little bit of it. So the rest of us have seen this much of it. And we can see where it was when we were children compared to what it is now and how what has happened without even and even we didn't get really conscious of it until we were almost hit over the head with it. You know, because yeah. to me. You know, 9-11 was a huge waking point for me as far as seeing the seeing it, the obvious, the obvious things mm. taken away. So, um, yeah, I, I turned off the TV. That was the time I turned off the TV because yeah. I was, uh, my children were very young at that time. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't peel myself off the TV. I, I felt like. Oh, what's going on? Are we under attack? Or, you know, is there going to be uh, a future? And I had to literally shut the TV off, peel myself away. And I'm like, no, I'm not participating in that fear. Uh, I have two mouths to feed. And so ever since then, I've been off the TV. I've been, I've broken free from the programming. I have a guest last week who talked about the mind control through Mm -hmm. TV programming, and that it is the way that people self-euthanize. Wow. And it it is a a weapon used by uh, the CIA. Wow. I never looked at it quite that way. But that's true, because I haven't watched TV in years. Yeah. So So where do we go from here? Well, that's what I I think the the where we go from here is, is getting discovering our humanness. And learning, our, our, I think we have to be learning our mastery at this point to be able to walk through it, because that's how we're going to survive it, is to raise our consciousness. We have to take really good care of ourselves physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, stay out of the negativity. I mean, I look, I know what's going on, but I don't hang out in the negativity. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's the thing is, I'm aware but I don't stay focused on it. And we really have to build a new world outside of it. And it's being built. I mean, I've I've run across some amazing things in the last few days, um, things that people are doing that I'm going to be kept connecting into with my work. Um, One out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and back in Sedona, and possibly um, a community down in Florida. And Mm -hmm. things that people are doing to start creating alternative systems and ways of communicating, ways of moving food around. Um, I th- we have to do the inner work for ourselves and take care of ourselves. And then we have to do our part, like you're doing this show. You know, you have your, your website, 
you know, you have coach, your coach, your coach, right? You do coaching and you help people in that way. Um, I'm doing things through, um, you know, performing arts and education and um, readings, one-on-one helping people. And many people, that's what we're doing is doing what we can do to start. And then we start connecting together is the way I see it, is that we do what we do. Then we start connecting together in groups and we're forming bigger systems that are new systems of communication, of food, of how we live. And we may end up having two worlds that exist side by side in different dimensions. And that's okay because people have choices to live in this place or this place. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, because if they're in two different dimensions, they can be existing in the same place but not in each other's way. So we're not infringing and we're not, we're not living in that. And if the people that choose another direction are not living, you know, over in this other direction. Right. So to right. me, that's, it's, it's, it's complicated, but it's not. Um, if, if you don't know where to start, if you're, you know, just opening up to this, and you don't know where to start. There's a lot of good teachers out there. You just need to find ones that are honest. And, you know, I don't know if you've got places on your website that they can go to for that test. Do you do have that? No, more mostly the, the podcast. So I invite people like you where they can tune in to people that they resonate with and then follow. People follow well, you through something, hearing your voice and, and be uplifted by that. Right. And what I learned, I did a, a show Sunday night. And really what happens when people come to a show a lot of people will feel like they've had a healing. A lot of people will gain a lot of ahas and awareness because my performances are kind of a cross between, this is why I call them performing arts because there's a lot, some of them have science involved in it. Um, Mama Earth teaches certain things about who we are and how we, how we exist. And a lot of people have great aha moments because Learning through music and storytelling and interaction is different than just be in a, being in a workshop. It can have the same effects because it, can, it opens you up is what I do. And, and then, you know, I will be developing more things that I just is on the back burner right now with some courses and stuff. But my performances themselves, I have five, five of them. And what they all one leads to deeper, they lead to deeper and deeper, deeper places for us to go. And in the process of that, um, you can go from this show to the next show and the next show and gain different things. And then what I'm doing with my shows as well is that there's an option if you have a performance, or sometimes I will, you know, do this in my public performances, is that there'll be an intermission after the show and take a little break. And if you're, if it's being hosted, the host might put out some, you know, uh, appetizers, something like that for people. And then they can come back and they will have com- conversation with one of the char- the character of the show about the show. They can ask Q and A to that character. So there will be a com- community conversation to help bring concepts more to people that they can take wow. with them. So it, this is, I'm, I'm moving this into ways to work with communities with this. And I'm also, um, if you come to my website, you can get on my newsletter. And I think we're gonna launch this in maybe the end of August. Um, is a place called BBS Radio or BBS TV. And it's going to be a TV channel called Ascend Conscious, or it's just called Ascend TV. And what we're going to be doing is my uh, Rob, who was the filmmaker in um, Rise to Freedom, and Jeannie, my friend that went on the deep dive with me, who's also an amazing healer and teacher. Um, we're going to be having conversations that we're calling it the art of deep communication to help us learn how to communicate one-on-one in groups together more deeply than we've ever known because we've really never known how to really communicate. Right. Not in this life, not in this last hundred years. (laughs) Not for the time most of us have been on this planet. 
this time around anyway. You know, I'm offering presently, and I'm in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area right now. Um, it looks like I'm going to be going to Chattanooga, Tennessee, working with a group called the, um, it's the it's Chi Farms and Ministry. That has, mm. They're developing an amazing system of how to move products around and decentralize them. So they're going from person to person. And a friend of mine, his name is Bates Reed. He's an amazing man. He was a unity minister and he's been, he worked, he's put systems together and communities together. He worked for, um, worked for Disney for a while. Like I found out last night and put together like five hotel, 50, what, 30, 30 hotels and event centers. And he's an amazing man. So he's put the system together. And so I'm going to go down there and, and do um, a cabaret of consciousness for the people of Chattanooga and work with him on, I want to learn what he's doing so I can move this system with me, with where I'm going so we can connect more people to it. And whether I go, I'll either go back to Sedona from there or I will be possibly in Florida. So it's hard to say where I'm going to show up. I might be back here again. <laughs> um, so the best way to keep up with me is uh, my newsletter <laughs> or my right. Oh, is 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 to be on my newsletter because it, I'm not certain where I will be doing shows just yet. I'm following I'm following what leads me. I'm following the higher power with this. I'm just trusting. Right. I think where most of yeah. us are at this point. Well, your your songs on your website, they're really transformational. They they really speak to the heart and, and really uh, invites in like an uprising of the soul. I, I really love it. And I like the, that. And that's that, that yeah. feels, that's exactly what they do, an uprising of the soul. Yeah. So when you yeah. contacted me, I was actually in that, uh, am I wasting my time? No one's listening. Facebook was talking about uh, reporting or they had this new policy of reporting or have you been exposed to an extremist? <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, I'm that. It, I'm done. I wash my hands. I've spoken my truth. I've stuck my neck out. You guys, you're on your own. <laughs> I was just, and then you contacted me. Okay, I'm back in the game. And here we are. <laughs> I know I'm sitting here going because you know you said we're going to have a frank conversation. So I says okay, you know because we're just talking. I says I'm sitting here going. I wonder how long this is going to stay up. <laughs> but at least if you could pull it, if you could pull it down and save it, you know that's fine. We'll, I'll put it someplace where it you know it, yeah it'll be all right. But this is what I like about this BBS radio right and TV. Mm. Their 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 subscription. But it's cool because you can pay whatever you need. They've got it from two ninety nine to forty nine nine nine. Pay what you can for mm -hmm. the subscription, and it's completely uncensored. Oh, nice! And nice. so that we're going over there with before we're not going to mess with the rest of it. <laughs> and yeah, and what's your what's your reach? Are you in contact, or are you able to impact uh, globally, or U.S. alone? Yes, or actually, they will, will be sent out to one hundred and fifty. 50 syndicated stations. Nice. So see that there's already existing um, <clears throat> avenues where we can hold hands and be stronger together uh, instead of being terrorized day in, day out. Oh my God. Now the vaccinated have to mask up again. I'm like, what? Why are you, you know, can't be yanked like that. You know, it's like, our immune system is strong if we right. just let it Everybody be. keeps being pulled this way and this way and this way and this way, back and forth. And there's no stabilization allowed in there at any time. Any time. It's just like, hey, leave everybody alone. And everybody breathe for a little bit, you know, and yeah. literally, literally breathe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fire hose, what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and, and that creates a lot of stress. That creates a lot of PTSD instability in a person so that it's just easier to probably hey, this is not me i'm not i'm not one to comply hey, uh, you know but it's probably easier because they've weakened the resolve in people and just say okay fine you know do what you will with me and that is such a very abusive relationship and it's not healthy 
uh, look into Gina's work and see how her music moves you. And then, you know what, when you open up, this is what I teach people. When you open up, synchronicity just starts Correct. happening. A Correct. book will land on your lap, literally. An earth angel will show up and you didn't even know, you know, this person. And then they help you and then they disappear. This is when we rise up and step into our soul power and really feel that we are so connected and we are never alone. And because this is our destiny right here, and we are not meant to just be terrorized like this and uh, be abused by the system. Well, I tell you what, Tess, I will let you know. Um, I'm talking to um, a friend of mine. It's just opening up a healing center. You know where River Falls is in Wisconsin? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. Okay, well, it's right across the border from, say, I mean, I'm miles from just 15, 20 minutes from St. Paul. Okay. Okay. And she's opening up a new healing center called um, Healing Roots, I think is the name of it. And yeah. I'm talking to her next week about the space to see about doing a show in there uh, before I take off to Chattanooga. So I, I want, I'd like to do one public show because I've been doing some private shows for other people like I did Sunday night. Um, because you can host it for your friends, family. I can, you know, I'll come to your house and we can do it in your backyard. You know, it's that kind of thing. I'll go, you know, I'll go to the people. And, um, but I also wanted to have something that's open to the public while I'm still in this area to, um, to do, to have people that have heard different interviews, different things like that, that would like to attend a show. And so I will let you know because um, I say if you're in the area, if you would like to come to a show. And uh, again, um, even if you don't sign up for my newsletter, it will be they will be posted. What I'm doing will be posted on my events page on my website. So you can always check my website. And um, I'm going to definitely make it an effort to put out a public show as soon as I find a location that I feel comfortable with, that there, you know, I can work with that is in a you know, balanced place that energetically for this. And um, I know my friend Emily, you know, she is, and she's a heck of a healer too. And um, so I'm going to see that next week and I'll know more. And they're, they're not even open yet. So that's the only problem as far as get, even booking anything in there. Because I'm thinking I'll you know, probably going to leave for Chattanooga probably right after Labor Day. So, but I'll be here up until that point. And um, because I think that what I learned on Sunday from my shows is that people just feel better after attending a show. They have, they have hope. They have information that they can use. And, you know, I'm always there for one-on-one sessions if people need to want to go, you know, if they've gone to a show and says, I need more, I'm there. I, you know, I say I, I, they're, they're readings, but they're, they're more than that. They're, you know, they're really, um, my intention is to help people master themselves so that they can get through all this without having it affect them. I mean, you know, you, if you learn, there's so many, there's, there's things to learn with how we respond to things that help us maneuver our world. The more neutral we can become, for instance, in our state of being where we don't have a charge about this or that we get out of that polarization, the more balanced we stay, the more our body chemistry stays in balance, which keeps us out of anxiety and out of stress and out of depression. And when we're even, our brains think better. We think better. Our vibration is higher. And when we're, our vibration is higher, we don't attract to us some of the things that are happening in the world. We almost walk through it. And this is what the masters of the Far East, this is what the masters that have lived in the world, that, that have lived through many, many things, that uh, kinds of things like we're going through in a way where they survive it is to know how to walk through it. Right. Does that make sense? Just to try to give the yeah. audience something to work with? It's off uh, to be in the world, but not off it. Correct. Something like that. To be in the world, but not of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to be 
it comes to a place where you're watch, you're an observer. You yes, know, you, exactly. you're in a place of saying, because I don't think you can deny what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people just don't even want to look. They're just going to go over here. And that's, well, that's okay. Denial, that's that, that's going to bite them in the <clears throat> behind, too. Well, it day. can, and, and it can. It just depends on the person, I think, a, a part of their perspective. But basically, if it's like, if you're aware that there's a, I mean, in the Midwest is a good example of it. You know, we used to live out in the country. And in the wintertime, we'd always have a pantry that was full of food because we'd never know when a blizzard had hit. We might get stuck out there. And you never know if, you know, you want to know if a tornado is coming, right? You want to know if, if there's a storm coming. So you look and say, oh, there's a storm coming. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to prepare for it accordingly. So if we look at this the same way, oh, there's a storm coming or it's upon us. What do we need to do to protect ourselves? And, the, and it's just the, the things that we do now are different. It's, it's from consciousness is what's going to protect us. It's our, it's our, it's our vibration that's going to protect us. It's our, it's our heart, our love that's going to protect us. Mm-hmm. And that's the best and simplest thing that anybody can do for themselves. Are those things is, you know, deep breathing is, is another one. Deep breathing. Drink lots of water. Eat what, you know, work with your immune system. Think good thoughts. You know, be aware, but stay in a, in a good place and you can go through it a lot better. Are you going to have your ups and downs? Sure, we all do. But you know how to, you know, I've learned from, I went through probably some of the worst anxiety anybody could ever have, Tess. I mean, it put me in the hospital. And I had just learned it from my whole life, from my childhood on up. I became a very anxious person. And I know people didn't know because I kept it hidden very well. But it finally caught up with me and it damn near destroyed me. And so I had to learn to face it and walk through it. It was one of the hardest things I ever did in my life. But I do not have anxiety anymore. And I did not take medication. I did it with consciousness, with my mind, with um, learning the fact that these are chemicals. And that for a Mm -hmm. while, those chemicals are going to keep trying to to take over because it's an addiction just like anything else you get addicted to these chemicals and your body's physically addicted so you get into a pattern and you have to withdraw from all this and it's the same thing with like you said turning the tv off turn it off withdraw from it and you're going to go through withdrawal but you also can start um working with yourself with like i say breathing good food be with people that are positive that have you know doesn't mean like i say that they're not aware and we don't discuss things like you and i have we're discussing them because they're there we're not getting i don't feel any fear from you over it i I don't i keep try to keep myself out of fear around it as much as i possibly can when i'm talking about it and just speak of it more as fact right 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 and so it's really, you know, these are the places where if you find the right people to work with that can really help you gain this kind of mastery over yourself, because really that's what it boils down to. If you want to put it to one simple thing is we've got to all learn to be able to be able to master ourselves and be able to reg- self-regulate. Right. And something that you can try to do on your own, but because of the patterns because of the habituations, it's really hard to see yourself when you're okay. in the muck. So you really need someone to guide your hand, to hold you, and, and really um, guide your blossoming, and guide, right. guide your higher awareness to come through. Because without that higher perspective, you know, we're just in the fear, in that uh, dimension of fear. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so heavy and dense down here. And and it it feels like a a mud, right? And so like the lotus, if you can have, you know, the sunshine, think of your guides, think of a a coach like myself, a Gina, uh, whoever that you resonate with, to allow them to gift you 
the awareness that there's so much more to life. There's so much more that's waiting for you. You didn't just come here to to die and bend over and 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 give up your will, right? You are here as a soul to make manifest what you came here to do and which is to bring light to this darkness. Correct. And to reach your maximum potential. I mean, that's what we came to do, to really express ourselves and find out who we are and be more and just keep being more. And and, in situations like this, call us to become, come us to step up into who we really are. I mean, we're either going to collapse under it or we're going to rise above it and become so brilliant that nobody's ever going to touch us again. Nobody's ever going to, exactly. in my opinion, I'm going to do whatever it takes to let it, to keep humanity from ever falling into something like this again. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I just, it, it's taken me a little bit to gather myself together to decide mm-hmm. where to actually move, where I was going to, where I was going to start. And then all of a sudden, once I became ready within myself, the things are just showing up now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so you do the internal work and then pretty soon the rest starts coming. But it's a journey. You know, I looked, I think the way, you know, I think we're, I see, can see we're coming up on the hour here. Um, what I realized last night, I was watching something. Uh, it was a group of uh, intuitives and psychics and stuff bringing things forward. And they were being asked questions about, you know, what do you see with this? What do you see with this? What do you see with this? And I realized that, you know, we as a planet, once the, all the truth is out, which is getting pretty darn close, and everybody's really willing to look at it, we're going to realize and say, in order to have a higher civilization and higher culture, and a higher way of being, we had to clean this planet up because people, once they understand everything that's been going on underneath us, underground, how could we possibly ever build a society that was built on love and built on hope and built on higher principles without cleaning that up first? Yeah, We couldn't. We could not, we cannot allow one person to be left behind with some of the things that are happening to people right now against their wills. And if we look at it that way, what has happened to this world in the last, what we think is only a year or so, but has been going on a lot longer, it came to this point to be brought to light. It came to this point to be brought to light so that we could see it and say, this is enough. And this will never happen on this this earth again. This will never happen to one human being again. Beautifully said, yeah. yeah. And that's that's where I can't. That's the best thing I can close with. Yeah, that's beautiful. And and really, uh, I hope uh, you guys have enjoyed this uh, conversation with Gina and sparked something. You know, what is your role? You know, are you gonna collapse your energy or? find your truth and find your soul and and really rise up above and return to soul power first with yourself that self-mastery that Gina was talking about and then together we return the soul power to the people because that is the only way I see it no one's going to save us Mm -hmm. but together us soul power leaders we are it we are it yeah Yep. So you are a leader. <laughs> you are a leader. Whether you think, oh, no, I'm not. Yes, you are born to lead in dark times. So I hope you listen to the calling of your uh, soul. Rise up. Join the many who are already living the higher dimension, their higher truth, their higher expression, and really sticking their neck out. You know, you cannot cancel me. You cannot censor me because the truth is the truth is the truth. Beautifully put, Jess. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. When you were talking about communication earlier, it's so funny. My throat chakra just went all itchy and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> You've never learned to communicate. And then that is so true. That we're learning. So we're learning now. But I, we. this is why I think it's really important we start talking to each other and, and keep talking. You know, just keep yeah. talking and finding ways yeah. to communicate better and better and better and not be yeah. afraid of each other. It's okay if we it's okay if we have differences. We don't have to get mad about it. We don't have to get freaked out about it. Everybody sees things a little differently. Yeah. It's not a personal attack on you. Mm -mm. It's mm -mm. just us being unique soul expression of the divine. Thank you so much, Gina. God bless you, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Vergara. We can no longer be the spectators of our own destruction. Take back your mind, take back your voice, take back your soul, take back your power. Join me again next time for the next episode of Soul Power to the People.